Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, the things that we learned during the commercial man, break about each other. We work with some special cats, Yes, man. we do. Man. The crossover with Mark Willard, Dan Dibley. Willard, who has a teenage daughter, yes. that's why he was up on Shake It Off. I played Mariah Carey's, my version, uh, done by the great Jermaine Dupree. He produced that song. Yeah, like you weren't wrong. Yeah. You weren't wrong. Okay, right. Thank but you. Taylor, Taylor's probably uh, made five times as much money than Mariah's. And I don't want to diss the great Beyonce Knowles but, um, or Carter, but Taylor Swift has a reach that's bigger than, I believe, any other R&B artist in our time right now. And Jay, uh, Beyonce, no shade, but this is something different. I mean, those two tours were the tours last year. Those were the tours. That was one and two, right? Wow, one and that two. That was one and two. Um, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. Classify it. What's R&B, yeah. what's not, whatever. Yeah, Taylor. Taylor's the deal. Yeah. Taylor's the deal right now. Yeah. So she'll in, be at the game. She's sitting in the one seat, but yeah, they're, all, yeah, okay. they're all matters of perspective. My yeah. my mm-hmm. kids, my two high schoolers, got into an argument uh, about two months ago over who was more famous, Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey. Wow. Now, obviously, we all know what the answer okay. to that question T-dub, is. Right. Not the T-S. player. But, yeah. a junior, <laughs> but a junior in high school who's a boy – and his world is surrounded That's by fun. fantasy I football. Love sure. I love it. He's sure. like, what are you talking about? Everybody knows who Travis Kelsey is. I would have loved to have been there. For I just that sat one. there and smiled. Like yeah. as my you know, my 14-year-old daughter's like ears almost detached from her brain. Right. As she tried to explain to this boy that, yeah, that Taylor Swift is about 58 times more famous than Travis yeah, Kelsey. No doubt about but it. But that was his perspective. Yeah, yeah like how Not many, in his world. How many, how many people this year found out about Taylor Swift compared to how many people found out about mm-hmm. Travis yeah. Kelsey? Good point. Good yep. point. And yep. uh, Taylor right now, number two in the world in, in uh, the Spotify world. streams right oh. now. Can I number ask one? one? Drake? Number Great, one. Grand, uh, if you would, please. Uh, Scott, da da da. <laughs> Scott, da da da. I'm going Drake. Spotify streams. I'm going Drake. This is last month. No, and uh, I was stunned. Stunned. Well, give us a guess. And have, have, like, the Beatles? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I would have no. bet everything in my wallet that Taylor Swift I was the too, answer to that question. But, That's uh, what I'm saying, Drake. And I'll give, I'll give Mark the, the clue because he'll get the answer. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the weekend! The weekend, really? Yeah, Are you kidding me? Yeah, correct. 
Correct. Who's According, done a Super Bowl halftime yes, already? He has. According to Spotify, and this He's was earlier this dude. month because I had the same experience. That's crazy. Because I told you guys I do music every morning Ladies with my seventeen month old baby. We do <laughs> music for breakfast. Don't okay. do that on a Tuesday. Tuesdays That'll get me all messed up. Tuesdays Don't is Taylor. We do, Tuesdays is all about Taylor. Yeah, I'm wow. at. So I, I pulled up the Spotify last Tuesday. Tuesday and I looked. It's a Taylor Tuesday. And shake it off, shake. And I looked, and she's number two. And I thought, no way, no. That's no, no blipping way. Yeah. So I looked, and it was close. It was very close. But and Man. maybe maybe in February when she shows up, when she flies direct from Tokyo Damn. to Vegas, and she can make it. And I had it before. It. I had it before Rap Sheet or whoever put that out there. I talked about it uh, last week when you were out about how she had a concert in Tokyo on Saturday, and how when it ends. It's 14 hours ahead. Now I'm getting And it's a 12-hour flight, so... Yeah, she'll you know, be there. Yeah, it's probably a 10-hour flight when you, when you fly the way she flies. Do we know where they met? And she'll sleep in a queen bed the, the entire time. Exactly. Will be fine. Well, do we know where they <laughs> met? On and the plane. what was his first line no, to her? No. Hey, my you only know guess. No, no, he stalked her. My wife knows. Full. Oh, seriously? Oh, my yeah. wife is all in on the Super Bowl, largely because of the Taylor angle. Well... Did he do a little your, stalking? But, your, but yeah. your wife knows the story that's obviously available in the public realm, which I don't necessarily... Right. buy. It's I, I, I think that's like, what it story. I my point is I don't think you start by being okay, in the suite that, with no. the family week one. So my point is is my bet that this has been going on a lot longer mm. than we know about. Oh the for court. sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, no yeah. she was not at the suite until he was like on her doorstep and he was like courting her before she showed up for his game. Hmm. He was the one who was in hot. No, pursuit. no, I don't. Wow. Wh whoever pursued yeah. who, my point is, yeah, I, is I think this has been yeah. going on. This, whenever it was, was for lo sure longer time ago than we know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and I have a uh, a lightweight bet with our sister station, Alice, Sarah, and Vinny. They had me, me on about two months ago, and we talked whoop, about whoop. <laughs> when would the breakup happen. And, uh, it's gone on longer than I thought. Well, and I said it would happen at halftime at the Super oh. Bowl, <laughs> like during the halftime <laughs> show. Oh, it was a little, yeah, it was yeah. a little bit. If they're know, headed for marriage, Willard, the little ones. Be amazing I mean, if they yeah. like made it part of the halftime performance. Taylor heads down, they break up, she starts oh, singing about, yeah. sing about it right there in the middle of the halftime. That's perfect. Good oh, idea. Boy. In the Good middle idea. of Usher's doing uh, these are my confessions, yeah. and she comes out, I got some confessions, Usher. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. People want football take from us. Of course. <laughs> this is football. What are you talking about? Yeah. This is Taylor football. Swift uh, yeah. checks in as eligible in the fourth quarter and catches the game winning. No, That's actually not bad. Let me lead off yeah. with this and, ju time. and just say that the... Uh, the Niners' defense is getting a bad rap, and Ooh. I talked about it yesterday. And oh. if you want to look at the second half of that game, and everybody's saying that the the fumble was lucky, the fumble wasn't lucky. No, Armstead the fumble did was that. a good. It was Gibson who did that. Yeah. Armstead happened to be Johnny on the and spot, and it was a bad it, bad exchange. exchange too. Okay. But you need to have a hit to jar the ball loose. Mm -hmm. And if you look at how many yards they had in the second half before the oh by the way drive, they had eighty eight yards. Detroit did. In the second half, before that last drive, the Niner defense made the adjustment, wow. and Mark's got a great, uh, great video to break down from Acho, yeah, your friend. Oh yeah, friend we had him on. Did you see, did you see no, Acho's I hadn't video? Seen this one. Well, the uh, the fourth and three, where Jared Groff rolls right and throws it at you know yeah. about five feet to the left I of Alan like Ross' feet, yeah, and uh, and the Niners take over. They've already got the lead. Now they've got the ball. They go get the touchdown. The game's over. That's essentially it. Well, he said. 
this was the smartest play of the game. And he does a 90-second breakdown on why the 49ers won the game on that play, I'm in his opinion. Out. Okay, family. And, and, and yeah. The, yeah, basic idea, just for me to give you like a, a, a quick synopsis of it, is that the Lions are on that play are trying to outsmart the 49er defense, and the Niners outsmart the outsmart. And they do it. Steve Wilkes is the one who deserves the ultimate credit for it. Dre Greenlaw for pulling it off. The 49ers lined up in what appeared to be man-to-man. Okay. And Jared Goff sees that, gives the right tap on his helmet, which says we're going into a play that will beat man-to-man, which is Jameer Gibbs in the right slot, and he's going to run a short crossing route with two players running at Greenlaw, who's lined up with him, two players running at Greenlaw and running a pick. And, and and Gibbs is going to be wide open, five, five yards yeah. from, from golf, boop, little, just like a little dump, and who knows, he may go all the way with his speed. Well, the problem is, is Gibbs runs across the field, and the two guys go to pick, sorry, yeah. two guys go to pick Greenlaw. Great. Misdirection. And, and Greenlaw <laughs> just waits for him. So they were in zone. I'm in zone. Yeah, yeah. Wow, So you man. can pick me, but I'm just standing here waiting for you. Logan Ryan is therefore waiting for Gibbs. Goff looks at him. He's not open. Armstead breaks Uh through the middle of the line, pressure up the middle. That's kryptonite for Goff. Now Goff's rolling out. That explains that. Now you've got no risk. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay. And that's Goff's weakest right. thing. Incomplete pass. Niners ball. Niners We win. just had William Floyd on, and I asked him about the Whoop. defense. I thought I set it up to where he's about to go in, and he goes, all those, and even YouTube was like, did he watch the same game as us? Yeah, he was watching because you yeah. guys are saying this. He was like, the adjustments they made in half. Yes. I'm like, 
Yes. I need to go back to the lab. I'll say well, this. I'm not saying they didn't because they did and didn't get credit against Green Bay. But Evan, back me up on this one because I need you. Detroit did them a favor by, I believe, from the start, the outset of that second half by going away from the run. It was later in the half, but okay. yes. It was in the, the like, later drive. You guys got too cute. And we talked about it yesterday, and I actually was watching the game and going through the game log, and Mark and I yeah. are having a conversation, and I'm looking at double reference points, and you know, Detroit did go away from the run late in that game, wow. and I think part of it was because the Niners started to huh? cheat up, and they played a lot more man. And if you see in the second half all of the run tackles, it's Warner, it's Lenore, yep. it's Gibson, wow. Mooney Ward is in the backfield. They sold out for the run, and they played man-to-man behind, and basically they were saying to Detroit, beat us, beat us deep too. And they thought that they could get home with the pass rush, and they started to disrupt Detroit. And I think you're right, though. They did abandon it too soon. They got too cute. And that fourth down play that Mark was just describing. I knew that couldn't have been the play. It was That just, was not the play. They, got, they, the got, fooled, they yeah. got fooled pre-snap, though. That's what was cool. That's the stuff we don't yeah. like. You uh, don't see okay. that when yeah. you're sitting the there. The game within the right? game. You got corn chips on your face. <laughs> and you're just like, ah! Get you know stop. what I mean? Like, you don't see that. Daisy you don't see that. Evan was yeah. in the press box. Yeah, yeah no, it, it did look like in the second <laughs> half there was more of what people would call changing the picture. Like, yeah. like in the yeah. first half. You just basically lined up and said, our four up front are good enough to beat your line. That was not the case. They just absolutely stuffed it right down your throat. And I thought that the one time in the first half, as well as the second half, where we saw Detroit go away from what was working, was when they they tried to get cute. I mean, we saw, I think, uh, a reverse flea flicker in the first half. That was was the one drive they didn't score in the first half. In the second half, you see a flea flicker. I think Ben Johnson was trying to... I don't know, put something on his resume for a job that apparently he's not going to take now. That's and so he's shocking. back with the Lions. Like, I, I just think that by the time also that they got to the point where they wanted to throw the ball, it was kind of already too late because the game was tied. Like, bing, bang, boom, they score 14 quickly. They get right back in the football game. And instead of saying, all right, let's get back to basics, it felt like the Lions, to me, decided to try and open up the playbook instead well, of shrink it. I mean, I, I, I give them this. That all happened so fast and with so few actual offensive plays right, from the Lions. Right. Yeah. We talked a lot about this, and I think people may forget. So, spotlight the moment. It's fourth and two. The Lions are up 24 to 10. And it's fourth and two. Yeah. Could kick a field goal. They didn't. But think about it through the eyes of Ben Johnson. You run a play that... I mean, Nick Bosa knocked Goff off his spot a little bit. But it worked. But it worked he enough. He slipped. He should have had he him. threw yeah. the ball out to Reynolds. <laughs> Reynolds drops the ball. Okay. Now, Ben Johnson, nothing you can do about that. Niners go down, make it 24-17. Okay, you still got the lead. You have the ball. What do they do on first down? They run the ball. It gets stuffed. Okay. Next play. We're going to throw the ball over the middle to Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta's what? there, oh, but it man. gets jarred loose yeah. by, I think, Fred Warner. Now it's third and long. What do we do? It's third and long. Well, you Hit throw it out to the, the right to Josh Reynolds and nail his eight. Man. The ball hits his eight, and he drops the Man. damn ball. Man. Okay, and by the way, actually, I'm jumping ahead. I right, forgot right. the drive in between, you the fumble. which was one play drive, oh, fumble. The fumble, yeah. So Ben right Johnson, ben Johnson he didn't go away from the run. He only had five plays. I'd argue they were all called really well. Yeah. His players executed horribly, yeah. horribly in all of them. Yeah. And then, then the punt, which we talked about, where it's a 74-yard punt, maybe the greatest punt mm-hmm. in playoff history, 
and they are unable to down it. Oh, like get it The guy together. just kind of staggers <laughs> into the end zone. And, it's uh, so easy from back, the couch so, with the yeah, court chips. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. Always live in the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Yeah, I'm with you. Last time I checked, the goal line didn't move. Uh, right. the, the white shock has been there at 100 yards every single play, but the guy just lost it. That's like, just amazing a beautiful how much punt. that happens, man. It's a beautiful punt. Well, think about it. You're running full speed, yeah, and then you got to look back over your shoulder. Where's the ball? i got to keep an eye on all this and know exactly where your feet are. But i got one job, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that spatial awareness is, yeah. Is, yeah. is, but it happens all the time. But that was one of those punts that bounced straight up. Straight this up. This wasn't one of those, yes. like, diagonal, right. i got to go panic, it. and i got to hurry, no. and i got to make sure. He had time, yeah. He had He'd been better off letting it bounce again. And exactly. See, and, and let's right? just see. I mean, it might have bounced in the end zone, but it might have bounced the other way. It might have bounced the other way. You know, so you're saying the Lions choked more than the Niners came back. No, I'm not. But any 17-point deficit, guess, you know, that's, if you're going to overcome that, then, uh, then there's a little of both. And, uh, and you're going to need the ball to start rolling downhill, which, which it did for the 49ers. But there, there's another side to it. And, and this conversation we're having, for me, is part of it. Like, if I, if I went out in the streets of San Francisco right now, and, Great TV uh, show. And, yeah. and, and, I, and I bring up to each every 49er fan out there, and I say, do you believe that the 49ers should be favored in this game? What kind of answers do you think I'd get? If we're wow, I love where you're going. If if I'm giving the fans the benefit of the doubt, I I would say no. Okay. If they're not being a homer dibs, I would think a real. I would be <laughs> like, you know what, Kansas City should be favored. So why are the 49ers favored? They're also zero and two against the spread in the postseason. Okay, that's the spread. Uh, well, at home. And your that's, boy knows home. that. Yeah, but that's the that's. Uh, we're no. not talking even about covering. Just we're sort of we're, we're talking about well, who they got to win. Who's supposed to win the game? I'm going Kyle. I, with a question mark. I mean, that was Kyle. I mean, Andy Reid's right. on the other side. I think people, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes on the other side. But I think people are looking at the Chiefs and they're saying, when are they going to be the team from the regular season? Like when are they going to Maybe. be the team that plays Maybe. like they lost six like, games this year and got beat by Russell Wilson? They lost to Green Bay, I think. And what was the other bad? The Raider like, coach. Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell. Oh, God. That. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Their last loss. Back-to-back yeah. back yeah. defensive touchdown. Yeah. yeah. On back-to-back plays. Yeah. yeah. Was that Christmas? They also lost to they Philly. They on Christmas, right? <laughs> they also lost to Philly. So yeah. and that's that's but that was respectable. Philly hadn't fell off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. Even, I'm not giving you a, de- a definitive answer yet. If you want dibs, well, I mean, we we text my guy during the game and ask him to explain it. Yeah, uh, my my, my odds business. maker buddy. But I like I look at this and I what I think is baked into our perception is that our expectation of the 49ers this year was so high. Not even saying that that's wrong. But it's so high that we are not even fully willing to accept these victories unless they are demoralizing the other best teams in the NFL. Say that again. The other best teams in the NFL. We are. We absolutely are. The 49ers are underappreciated. Wow. Yeah. They're underappreciated. You are told. If you do yeah, that, I, I, I don't that buy a, that. I, 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 I do. Well, let me just say this you to that. Isn't that a compliment? If you're if you're looking at the Niners from that that prism, if you th- if your style pointing the wins, the compliment Maybe. is you're Billy badass. You're loaded. We see that, 
and we just the expectations or standards. If they would have, if they would have executed the wins the way that we thought they should have uh, executed the wins, they'd be favored by four or wow. five points. But yeah. they didn't. They had to survive Green Bay, and they had to oh my god Detroit. So that's why the expectations are different now in terms of the national the national scene. Brock Purdy has played every single NFC playoff team. And he won them all. Now the the style can be sure, whatever sure. you want it to be, um, and I'm not. But here, where's the underappreciation at? The underappreciation is for the fact that we sit here today. First of all, we are asking the 49ers to not just win, but you have to win a certain way. That is, in my opinion, in professional sports, asking too much. Mm. That's a little bit ridiculous to say that you are so much better than the competition that we don't just want you to win, we want you to win a certain way. It's almost as if, go back to Kevin Durant's Warriors, they lose one playoff game, if we got to the end of the playoffs and went, now why'd you lose the one game? That's all they lost. My yeah, they were 16 So why'd you do that? Yeah. Why didn't you go 16-0? They were 15-0. Right. So, right, and yeah. then they lost. Right. And I don't this, think anyone was like, oh my God. No, nice. but, this, but, yeah, this, exactly. but that's what this feels like to me. But this is hmm. different because you, you faced a quarterback who had never played... In huh? in this stage, in Jordan Love, and he had you by the short hairs, and you had to dig deep and get a Brock Purdy drive to win, and then you let Detroit go up twenty four seven at home. So, so Brock Purdy now has been in all situations. No, but I'm he's been in these situations more than Jordan Love more has. Than Jordan Love, Jared Goff's been in them more than Brock Purdy has. Right, and okay. it took it took the defense to figure things out in the second half to give Brock Purdy a chance right. to even win this game. There, so there's more than one I way think to that eat they're the being Reese's. appreciated at the level they should be because they're going up against Patrick Mahomes. This is not like oh, you're, you're no, going up against Detroit you know, or Green Bay. But, but most Look. 49er fans do not think they're going to win. See, I, do I disagree not, with I that. that. And we can open up oh the phones. And we, everybody, I don't know where, everybody don't know where you're, I'm talking to. Yeah. Everybody it's, I'm okay. talking to. Uh, I just asked you yeah, guys. Uh, you don't think they well, should be favored? Let me just run this by do you. you? So You're talking why? about a team not yep. with an upstar Jordan Love that's won two of the last three Super Bowls. I just don't think it's the end of the world if I'm a Niner fan to go into this game with our new rookie. Just yep. first, yep. like you know, for like I don't think that's a bad thing or like. It's almost giving Kansas City what you're saying. We're not giving San Francisco. And I believe when you're a nine-point favorite in Vegas and then you follow that up with a seven-point favorite at home, that's a compliment to me. That is people telling oh. you we think highly of your team. Well, you're you're sort of putting two different groups together. Like, first of all, I'm not even saying that there aren't compliments tucked into this. I'm, I'm more focused on the, uh, the confidence of the fan base okay. in this team, which I think is shaky. I think that even this though is, it's Andy Reid yes. and Mahomes, yes, no matter who it is, they're in the Super Bowl. They're in the Super Bowl, and I can't compare it to any of the other trips to the Super Bowl in terms of the confidence that the fan base feels on the way in. Oh. It's as if a lot of the fans are going, "This is amazing. We're here," but I'm not sure we're supposed to be. Were you more confident last time against Kansas City with um, Jimmy G? Hard to remember, kind of that one was a. It, by the way, it was I a similar like, spread. Yeah, it was a similar like three, spread. Right? But three? Rem, but remember, Niners by three. 
No, I think it was pretty even by the time I'll we got to kickoff. We can look it up by kickoff, but yeah. I mean, I they open at two and a half. The Niners right? against Baltimore, I feel you were, more, were you were more confident than you were against uh, Pat Mahomes the first time. And remember, that team was not supposed to even be a winning team, though preseason. Sure, with Kaepernick. That's part of what I'm getting at. Part of what I'm getting at is that this whole season, for many people, did not feel like it started until Sunday. It's like even if, Kyle spoke to it. If they had to get back to the same game, they had to get back to the same game, and that felt like the starting block. And they won, but they didn't win in a way that makes people feel comfortable about their defense. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. But I'm saying that the San Francisco 49ers have now been dancing at this level four times in five years. And they are in the right. Super Bowl for the second time. And that that's an unbelievable achievement. And I hear a lot of people still think this is a, a shaky group. And I, I just I don't I don't think you get to these points as a shaky group. You have to be you have to be willing for this to look a bunch of different ways. Well, this is, right. is my point. If, if they were underappreciated, which and I, I think they're probably close to properly appreciated, it would be because they were overrated coming into the postseason. Like, and maybe that's how people are feeling. Like, mm. oh well, actually, they shouldn't have been ten point favorites against Green Bay. They shouldn't have been a touchdown favorite against Detroit. Duh, obviously, because you won by one point or you won by three points in both. Like, I think that this is also a 49ers team that I look at the totality of both them and the Chiefs. The Chiefs were 4-4 four and four after the bye. The two games the Niners lost were true. The one seed in the AFC and a, and a team that they didn't give a crap about in Week 18. So they've been the better team the entire year, and it comes out to a two-point favorite. I don't think that's out of bounds. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't right, know. but I'm not talking about the spread. I'm talking about what yes, we think of the spread. But, but like, well, I, don't I, think, think 40, I think it's pretty 50 I don't think like, 49er fans think that they should be favored. Well, I think we're, we're 12 days away, and I think as you like, get closer, right? you might feel differently than you do right maybe, now. Because right now maybe. you're thinking about all the things that went wrong on Sunday, and you're thinking about how, if you're a negative Niner fan, you're thinking about how you got lucky yeah. against Detroit, and you're thinking... That man, you should have taken care of Green Bay, and you should have polished off Detroit, and you didn't. So you're feeling some kind of way. We're 12 days away. I think yeah. as we get closer, I do think that the Niner fan confidence level will go up. Maybe and Maybe. it'll match, think, you know, I, where it should be because you know this Mahomes offense is not what it was in 19. No, and this defense is far better than it was in 19. We, and we talked, talked about, about it yesterday. Yeah. It's kind of an inverse of the last yeah. matchup mm-hmm. where, oh, they're such to me, different teams. the X yeah. factor is the teams. Niner defense. If the Niner defense plays as well as we think that it should, and they didn't against Detroit, yeah. but if they do play that well, then they're going to win this game by 10 points. The interesting thing, I think, is that Vegas's quote-unquote, and whatever word you want to use, their, their sort of admiration, their respect for the 49ers has been above what I think the fan base is, huh? has been all year long. We spent a week talking about why are they favored in Philadelphia. We didn't understand that. And then the perception leading up to what was a thought about the Super Bowl, 49ers and Ravens. Because I assume the Super Bowl for the Niners. I, you know, like, Of course, of course. But I talked to a lot of people. We did this with Ephraim uh, on, on yeah. the Fox show last week. Prior to us knowing who was going to be in the Super Bowl, knowing that the Ravens had done what they did to the 49ers on Christmas, I said, and the Niners had had that shaky performance against Green Bay, the Ravens had blown out Houston. I said, what do you think the number will be if they play? Ephraim's like, Ravens four and a half. 
Wow. I go, you're off by a touchdown. You're off by a touchdown. So this perception out there <clears throat> that the 49ers are like wobbly, I think is based on our own preseason expectation. Okay, I appreciate you Rather than are. what's actually happening okay. with the football season, which is that Vegas will still tell you to this moment that the 49ers are the best team. <gasps> And they they're might be right. telling you. They, well, they, they might, they're telling you right. they're better than yeah. no, and, the Chiefs. And they're That's taking us. everything. They're, you they're better than the Chiefs. Right. In and totality. they were going to be favored against the Ravens, too. Well, they were. I'll tell you this. This is why I love X. I know we're about to get out of here. But this is why I love X. Because you don't get much to say. But when you do write something, it, it hits you. And I think of two tweets. Shasky's halftime tweet of what? If that would have stayed the same, the, 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 the streets we would be talking about, you could disagree or agree. But I was like, that hit me. In your tweet after the Green Bay game where I told you. Well, but, that was but, just but that's prime example stressful. to you. I'm going to use it against yeah, you. You were like, I didn't like any of this. I couldn't enjoy it. Oh, but that wasn't based on 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 disappointment. That was but just wasn't ba- it? stress. Yeah, can't yeah, enjoy wins. But, but can't stress, enjoy I think you didn't think like a lot of people thought the Niners were going to experience playing Green Bay as nine-point favorites. I, 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 listen, did I think it was going to be that close? Maybe not. But I, again, anybody who read that tweet as even a tiny bit of disappointment is well, too reading close it for comfort how I took I'm it. just saying it was okay. stressful. Yeah, right. I told everybody at that party. Okay. You and I, we watch these games, I do, as two different people. There's the 49er fan, but I'm an adult. I can get over it if my team <laughs> loses. But from a professional standpoint, that would have been an unbelievable disaster. That would have been an absolute disaster. So it was stressful. It was stressful because it looked like they might lose. No doubt. That's all. That's all. Well, a stress-free four hours, right? That's what's coming up next on For sure. <laughs> Wilder and Dibs next 95.7 again. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 